This is Fire Rescue One Side Alpha Podcast, putting fire service leaders in front of hot topics facing firefighters today. Now here's the executive editor of FireRescueOne.com and FireChief.com, Chief Mark Bashore. On today's solo podcast, I want to talk to you a little bit about how a government's been dealing with their firefighters. I've been following the Baltimore Fire Department retirement court case. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, a link to the Fire Rescue One article is in the show notes. Before we get started, here's a word from our sponsor. At MSA, your health and safety drive us to develop highly advanced safety equipment to protect you on the job. MSA's Globe Gear is performance and protection in perfect balance. It's designed to meet the challenges you face every day to help keep you safe and healthy during your career and beyond. Get the full story at msafire.com slash globe. That's msafire.com slash globe. In a nutshell, in 2010, the Baltimore City Council changed the pension rules, specifically adding five additional years of service for anyone who hadn't reached vestment in the system for both police and fire in the city of Baltimore. Predictably, the IFF and police unions challenged the change, ultimately in court. So here we are 10 years later. Why am I talking to you about something in 2010? Well, here we are 11 years later. And the case has wound its way through the system, reaching the Maryland Court of Appeals, Maryland's highest court. Referencing their ruling in support of the city, Maryland's highest court acknowledged the difficulties for employees who have devoted their careers to public service, but said a city's dire situation sometimes leaves leaders with little choice but to make hard financial decisions. The issue seems to sit at the crux of trust between a city and its public safety servants. And at this general moment in time, it's a sucker punch to the gut and psyche of firefighters and paramedics everywhere. Not only is the fire service being ravaged by COVID and having to deal with both the personal and community effects of that, but at at this time when we're taking time to recognize the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks and remember the lives of 343 firefighters and over a dozen paramedics who died that day. And then there's another 250 or more who have died of related diseases since. This ruling's just an extra punch in the gut. The real difficulty even commenting on this is the fact that it happened 11 years ago. 11 years! And my guess is it's probably not over. Yet, here we are. The whole debacle began after the 2007-2008 recession, a time when local governments were looking at any and all ways to reduce costs, both short-term and long-term. While I don't have all the information, clearly, I don't recall the politicians taking pay cuts before they impacted the livelihoods of their public servants. And I'm not aware of any other government entities outside of public safety who worked 24 hours a day, 365 days a year on behalf of their city. That's on Christmas, on Thanksgiving, on every other holiday, Saturdays, Sundays. Not just on call, but actually working. Dealing with the CPR at 2 in the morning, the shootings, the stabbings, and all the other daily stresses and mayhem they they get called to deal with every day in a city. 
let's take a moment to hear another message from our sponsor. At MSA, your health and safety drive us to develop advanced safety equipment with performance and protection in perfect balance. Like the Globe Guard Hood, which offers head and neck particulate protection with exceptional comfort and fit, reduced bulk under your helmet, and uninterrupted hearing for critical situational awareness. It's designed for the health and safety of what's underneath. That's you. Learn more about our hood's features and particulate blocking efficiency at msafire.com globe. That's msafire.com globe. So those firefighters and police officers, the ones who are working 24 hours a day, seven days a week on all holidays, uh, all times and, and days of the week, those are the ones you choose to bank your savings on. Now, I get that sometimes there's a time for pain that has to be spread around. I think everybody understands that. Yeah, but it's probably no surprise to you that just prior to this crisis, the Baltimore mayor was indicted on 12 felony and misdemeanor counts, including perjury, theft, and misconduct. Ultimately agreeing to resign on February 4, 2010 as part of a plea deal, Mayor Sheila Dixon left her blight on the backs of Baltimore's firefighters and police officers, forcing the other politicians that were left to find ways to fix her inability to follow the rules of law and governance. And, as you've probably guessed it, after satisfying the terms of her deal, she ran again for mayor, not once, but twice. Fortunately, being defeated both times, as recently as 2020. Maybe there is a conscience in the electorate out there. Yeah. How many times have we seen that? A politician stuffing tens of thousands into their underwear, both literally and proverbially flushing taxpayer or tainted money down the toilet. And then changing the pension system of the firefighters and police officers who are sworn to protect them. You've heard me preach trust, honor, and ethics all the time. That goes to the actions of our elected officials as much as it does us. You need to make a systemic change to save future money? Make it on requirements for new employees who haven't consciously chosen your agency as a living before you add five years to their story. At the end of the day, we're talking about taking care of our public safety employees before, during, and after their careers. Trust, honor, integrity, and ethics. Seems the city of Baltimore, among others, has some soul-searching to do here. Let us know what you think by commenting on this post or emailing me at mbashur at lexapole.com. This is Mark Bashur, executive editor for firerescue1.com and firechief.com. Try to have a great day on purpose. Until next time, keep safe, stay smart, and take care.